final guest on the show. That was Michael Hawks, who's been good enough to join us of a Monday. Good morning to you, Hawksy. Morning, Lukey. How are you? Very well, mate. Uh, looking forward to a good public holiday of racing. It doesn't stop for us types. Public holiday, Christmas Day, we just keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly do. Be uh, 365 days of the year soon. But anyway, that's life and that's our job. <laughs> Yeah, good morning, Michael. At least if you're training winners, it makes it a little easier. And Airman won the last on Saturday at Randwick, and Luke and I were talking about it earlier. He was highly impressive. What's the plan going forward with Airman, Michael? Morning, Ray. Um, first of all, yeah, it was a fantastic win. He's uh, he's just been a very progressive horse. We've had a lot of time for him. We've taken our time. Um, you know, we paid 500000 the sales, and we gilded him straight away, which is very beneficial to where he's at now and he's just kept improving and he still will improve but um, even though he had a, a light weight on Saturday he was definitely up in grade but he's, uh, his win suggests that he's far better than that that's for sure. Yeah, benchmark 94 and he put some seasoned horses to bed so to speak very very easily he's promising. Al Tivo again didn't have the best of luck but uh, there's a winner in store for him very very shortly. Yeah, there is. Uh, that was another hard luck story. He just should have probably come to the outside rather than going back to the inside, um, which definitely cost him the race. He, everyone saw it. He just should have won. And he probably wasn't Zach's fault first up either. And I will note that, you know, it just doesn't matter who rode him that day. He uh, he was a good thing beat and didn't have the luck, but it wouldn't matter who rode him that day. But he definitely should have run and won on Saturday. And uh, looking forward to him in the future. He's definitely a, a bright horse, but he should have. Should have had another two wins by his name, right? That's for sure. Yeah, I understand. Um, you, you did scratch remark on Saturday, but I understand there's no issue with him. It's more about October 14. Looks more like the Sydney Stakes. Is there any hope of an Everest start, Michael? Or? Look, we did, we, look. to be fair, he drew yeah. awkward. And look, everyone knows he's an on-speed runner. And a lot of people would be thinking that he, he probably doesn't run 12. But in our view, he definitely does. And... Uh, mm-hmm. He only got beat like 1.2 lengths last start and he should have come to the outside. Once again, he went back to the inside. He's trialling Friday at Ramwick. Um, he's running on Everest Day. Now he's headed towards the Sydney Stakes. But mm-hmm. look, as we know, with everything that's happened and there's still slot holders to be uh, filled with horses. But from our point of view, that's the day he's running, whether it being a 1,200-metre Sydney Stakes or an Everest, then that's up to, obviously, the powers that be. But he's right, he's well. Um you know, it was a it was a hard race Saturday, and look, it's it's not. You know, we we weren't grasping at straws trying to run him to get a slot. Yeah. It's more about the horse, and he's perfect. And as I said, he, he probably should have nearly won last start for mine, but can't fault. Mm, that's amazing. Well, as we've seen the last few weeks, Michael, it's about getting to the day fit and well. So anything could happen, provided the horse is well. That's the the main thing. Uh, Michael, four runners today. You're starting off with Yukon in race four. His form line reads. Um, he ran poorly at Rose Hill last start, but he was three wide without cover the entire. You've got to put a line through it, haven't you? Yeah, that was a poor ride, and I'm going to say that because uh, young Zach just didn't know whether to go forward or not, and he should have gone forward, and um, just didn't didn't really give us the guide, honestly, on whether the horse can definitely stay or not. So mm-hmm. hopefully today um, we'll get a bit better guide, but the horse is going great, and I can't really fault him. Yeah, fair enough. You've got a done deal cold in the mile race called Sakani, a three-year-old. And he, he's beautifully bred, and I thought he was the hidden run at the Kenzo last start in that noisy boy race. The leader was off and gone, but Sakani was just sort of held up in traffic and didn't have a lot of luck either, and getting out to a mile is going to suit him today. 
Yeah, well, um, you know, his first run was really good and he got hampered there back in the field at over 1,400. And his run last start was super. Um, there probably wasn't anything closing late in the race as, as much as he did. So, uh, unfortunately, we've drawn a, a bit of an awkward barrier. He drew 16, but I think he comes into a 10 or 11 now with the scratchings. But um, promising horse and definitely looking for further. So we're just going to need that little bit of luck, uh, I suppose, in the early stages and hopefully he can slot in somewhere and, but uh, as the distances get further, you'll definitely see uh, him appear. Yeah, he's in race five, Sakani. Nice horse over the 1,600. Down to race seven, Galano is a, a beautifully bred schnitzel colt and only had the two runs. He resumed at Geelong, and I know it was only maiden uh, down there, Michael, but uh, he was in a different league to those horses that day. Yeah, he was. Um, he had his first run up here, obviously, in Sydney and um, just went down to Melbourne like a lot of our horses go backwards and forwards. and probably the making of him, and it was a brilliant effort. He went really good. Um, probably, if anything, I was more worried about the track today um, with all the rain they had, and everyone knows Warwick Farm's not generous with uh, with wet ground, but we've had a couple of nice bright days, so we've elected to run. Can't fault, a couple of scratchings, and he's going to be hard to beat again. Fair enough. And in the last, I've noticed uh, Congenza or Consensi decided to run despite the barrier. And I can understand that because she does perform fresh in her recent trial. She's run fourth, beaten about a length, was an absolute eye-catcher, Michael. Look, I, it was. It was super. Um, best part about Warwick Farm is, Ray, down the side there, you've only got one corner. So really mm. drawing bad doesn't, for mine, doesn't make a difference. Um, you know, everyone worries about barriers at Warwick Farm. We don't tend to as much and mm-hmm. uh, especially with that straight run so so long as she can get in transit doesn't matter where she is and I thought she'd be hard to beat even though she did draw poorly but uh, she's going great she's first up she's well can't fault there's a few scratchings in that race so um, anyway but four I reckon really good um, solid chances today Michael the stable's going great and hopefully the luck continues thank you very much appreciate it Thanks, Michael. Before you go, um, a lot of can't faults there. What do you think of the broadcast uh, from myself and Ray? Yeah, any faults there? Or? <laughs> well, Ray's done all the talking, Lukey. So See, really that's what I mean. You, How mate? good am I going? <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. See you later. Bye-bye. There goes Michael Hawks, Ray. Um, good team around them as always, the Hawks team, and no doubt gearing up for a, a big uh, continuation to this spring carnival. Yeah, they've got some emerging horses. Um, I don't know if you saw, you might have been at the footy, but Fajita Sand finally got the brakes. We should have mentioned it. Finally got the brakes go his way yesterday at Sandown, and he was dominant and really good win. The stable's going great. They haven't got a huge team, but their strike rate, as we mentioned earlier, outstanding. And just that, that emerging group of horses that are coming through now, like Em and like Altivo, it's, it's promising times there for Team Hawks, I think.